Hello there. Happy New Year. I hope your 2023 is off to a great start. If you've been listening to the podcast for any amount of time, you'll know that I really do appreciate the change in the calendar as a space or an opportunity to do a little bit of reflection. Sometimes these outer cues, right, the the shift in the new year, the change in the calendar, the holiday, these outer cues give us this opportunity to... Uh, pause. They're a reminder to double check and say, hey, how are things going? Is my life proceeding in the way that I want it to? I'm not a big New Year's resolution person, but I do think that there is value in taking the time to consider whether the conditions in which you're operating are still the best conditions, whether I guess the settings are set to the optimal spots. So today on the podcast, I thought I would share a little bit about the process of doing a double check of self-reflection that allows us to help reshape the direction of our personal lives, of our businesses, of our goals, our intentions, so that we can make sure that we are not veering off the course that is best for who we are and where we want to go. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means. Sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs. And I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. Before I go any further, I want to do a, a gentle, humble plug. Uh, not good at these, but um, are important, I guess, nonetheless. But this one, hey, does not cost you anything. I'm not trying to sell you anything. But I did a TEDx talk last year in Breckenridge, and it was released on December 22nd, a couple days before Christmas, which is a kind of a terrible time to have something like that be released. Because of course, part of the idea of TED is that you have an idea that you want to spread and you want to spread it far and wide, sort of scream it from the mountaintops. But of course, right around the Christmas holidays and right in the middle of school breaks for families and Hanukkah and trips and all those things um, is kind of a rough time to get people's attention. So I've sort of delayed the beginning of trying to promote this talk until the new year to hopefully capture some attention and rise above the noise a little bit. So the talk is called Why a Grieving Psychologist Joined the Circus. And it is about uh, the value of movement and expressive movement in particular in working through mental health challenges, uh, most specifically grief. So I tell uh, my story a little bit and then also reflect on the general value of movement for people who are working through emotional complexity. So please check it out. Ideas spread, of course, by people watching them, by YouTube counting views, and then they spread by people sharing it. So if it is interesting to you, please don't hesitate to share it with others. It is a little bit of a unique talk in that integrated into the talk is an original aerial performance. So not only do I talk about movement in circus, I actually bring it into the talk and sort of weave it through. So it's uh, I think it's pretty interesting. Well, moving on to the new year. 
I've been noticing this pattern lately in my family, most especially in my sons who are now uh, 16 and 12, but there's been this pattern that's gotten a little bit ugly and I call it the pile on pattern. It's where they're, I don't know, picking at each other or giving, I guess a generous way to say it would be negative feedback, but maybe being critical of each other. And it just piles on. It's like, oh, you weren't very good at that game and you're not very good at this other game and not at that thing either. And it just begins to be this sort of negative pile of shit that creates a really unpleasant dynamic between the kids and therefore in our family as well. And the pile on phenomenon, I think shows up in a lot of places. It's where we begin to stack ideas in one direction over and over. And what I've been telling my sons to try to interrupt this stacking phenomenon is, hey, say it one time and then make it really easy to reset. Make it really easy to start again. Make it really easy to start the game over, to start the day over, to start the interaction over, to hit that magic reset button, pedal back and try again with a slightly modified approach. One of the things that can happen in our lives is that we keep pushing forward in one direction over and over, especially happens in our businesses, right? We have a strategy that we're trying. We want to grow a certain product line or a certain customer archetype, and we push over and over and over. That's part of, I guess, grit and tenacity, right? And there's value in that, but there's also value in the pause. The pause that says, hey, is this strategy actually working? And let me rethink the assumptions here. Let me double check my hypothesis now that I've collected some data. And that kind of pause for reflection is so valuable because it keeps us from wasting time and it keeps us from piling on in a direction that doesn't really serve us. One of the mental health superpowers that is not often celebrated is really quite different than grit, but it is the ability to hit the reset button and to start over, to make it easy to begin again. When my kids are in an argument, nobody wants to be the one to step back, to surrender, to say they're sorry and to start over. And that same sort of dynamic shows up among entrepreneurs. Nobody wants to be the one to say, oh, this isn't working, let's try something else. We talk a big game about fail fast, but the reality is that is emotionally like excruciating for most of us to let the experiment be a failure, to let the hypothesis be disproved, to let ourselves say, oh, this isn't working. I'm going to stop and start something else. But how emotionally freeing and empowering it is to believe that we have the flexibility to try to fail and start over and to give ourselves the freedom and permission to say, I'm not going to keep going in a direction that doesn't serve me whether it's a big direction, like the state of our business as a a being, or whether it's a little direction, a small strategy within our business. And as I alluded to with the story about my sons, one of the places where it is most helpful to have the capacity to do a hard restart is in our relationships, both personal relationships and both professional relationships. To reach a point in a conversation, in a pattern where we recognize, whoa, path, this conversation, this trajectory that we are on is not going to end well. So how do we pause, 
declare a timeout, and then start again in a more productive, fresh way. So whether we're talking about big resets, you know, shutting down a company, changing direction, ending a relationship, or small resets, mixing up a strategy, stopping and restarting a conversation, beginning our day again when it's gotten off on the wrong path. The process of those resets, I think, is really kind of the same. The steps that go into starting over, hitting the reset button, or beginning again, are first to have some kind of pause. There has to be a little moment of recognition that the path that you are on is not serving you. So big pauses come in the form of founder retreats, or they come in the form of taking a, an afternoon to reassess your direction and your goals. They can come in the form of like KPIs, anything that you use to help step out of the day-to-day -day functioning of your business and your life and step back and take the big picture glance at what's working and what's not working. That is a pause. Micro pauses happen on the daily when we take a moment to meditate or to breathe, or maybe in the middle of a conversation that's not going well, we say, hold on, I need, I need just a second to kind of gather my thoughts. This isn't going well. Those mini pauses are always available to us. Of course, breath is a really lovely pause. So whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or whenever it's becoming clear that the train is off the rails and you need like that in the moment instant reset, a couple of really lovely deep breaths can help pause our bodies, pause our physiological process to help pause our minds and then get a little clarity. So if pause is the first step, the second step in starting again is saying it out loud, is sort of declaring, make some declarative statement wow, I need to start over. I need to rethink this. I need to hit reset. Declaring that new direction is a really important part of this process, whether it's resetting KPIs or setting new sales growth numbers for Q2, Q3. It is getting clarity about the alternative direction. Once the pause helps you recognize that the former direction wasn't going so well, the declaration of the new direction is where we have that sort of spark of hope, that spark of shift to go in a different way. This is also where a personal retreat, I think, can be really helpful because it gives you the space not only to recognize, you know, to pause and recognize what you want to change, but to also declare how you want to change it, to set some new intentions or some new goals. The third step to beginning again, I think, is to sort of like, it's the second wave of the pause, but it's to take some breaths, to emotionally clear the alternate path, to let go of, to grieve, to feel some disappointment, to do whatever inner work you need to do so that you don't feel so entangled in that first direction, so that you can really let it go and have a new direction. This is particularly difficult in those interpersonal conversations where maybe there's some emotional arousal, there's, it's heated. In order to be able to hit the reset, you have to calm down first. So if you're 
pause is the moment that you recognize, hey, this isn't working. And then your declaration is this moment where you realize, oh, I want to do this differently and here's how. This third phase is the breath. It's the reset of your emotion state and of your body to help support that new action. We can decide in our heads to take a new tactic, but if our hearts aren't in it, or if we're still really entangled in the grief over the first strategy that didn't work, we're inhibiting our ability to really start and try again. So we pause, we recognize something's not working, we declare a new path, we take the space, the breath, the moment, the time to emotionally kind of clear and reset. And then we should be relatively free to take that fourth step, which is the new action. And again, I think this works on both the the macro, like the big picture things of our lives and the, the little things, the daily things in our lives. Every once in a while, I'll have a day that just starts awfully. Maybe I'm out of sorts. Maybe the dog throws up all over the rug. Maybe the kids are grumpy. Maybe I spill coffee. Like it, you, we all have these moments of like the, the cascading comedy of errors. And sometimes I will actually go back to bed. I will physically get back in my bed and realize, okay, I just want to do over. I'm starting this day again. That first take, it doesn't count. We're scrapping it. We're editing it out of the story. I'm going back to bed. I'm going to get up again and go through the motions of my day again with hopefully a different feeling and a different outcome. The ability to start over means that we have to let go of our ego or of our attachment to the first round. It means we have to be willing to lay down the argument or to release the old strategy. And that is not easy. But it is extraordinarily important to our mental health, to our relationships, and to our sustainability in business. Lots of things we're going to do just don't work. Being able to shift quickly is a wonderful asset and a superpower that we could all probably use some practice in, especially my kids. So hopefully that's helpful for you as you begin your new year and begin every day again. Every day is sort of this reset opportunity. If you have 13 minutes to spare, please check out uh, my TED Talk. You can find it by going to TED.com and entering my name or by Googling why a grieving psychologist joins the circus. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.